excellence is the hallmark of research which survives only if there is number one drive and number two individual commitment now where do these come from though the physical world is dominated with unscientific human thinking today's episode is all about building scientific thinking through never ending project that is culture with our guest speaker who is a scientist at csir center for cellular and molecular biology hyderabad let's welcome janvi joshi ji welcome ma'am to the podcast scholars knowledge to wisdom it's an honor to have you on the podcast thank you thank you so much for the invitation thank you ma'am uh, take us back to your journey to phd where it uh, originated especially which cultural aspect that gravitated you to doing research so I'm, frankly i've never thought what cultural aspect gravitated me to do research but i'll tell you where i started my research so this was in my undergraduate days i did my undergrad in garware college which is in university of pune affiliated college in the city pune which is in the western maharashtra and i did it in industrial microbiology and it was a very interesting course where you were not only taught microbiology but also the applications of microbiology and we had fantastic set of teachers who along with the teaching really encouraged us to do a lot of practicals and even research projects so somewhere what research is was exposed to us at undergraduate days and then i did my masters in biodiversity in the same college and that gave us a lot of opportunity to do research projects okay we didn't have a dedicated time to do research projects but throughout those two years our professor really encouraged us to take up research projects so what research mm. is how do you ask a question how do you then design a study to address that research question was exposed to many of us at that point of time while during our masters and also got mm. exposed to tropical forest in the western ghats so i was looking at how species in different if at all we call it as a tropical forest you can have different kinds of forest and mm. how which are these uh, arthropod species are different in these tropical forest are they similar are they different very basic uh, community ecology questions we were asking at that point of time and that's mm. how i got interested in soil arthropods and then continue to pursue for a phd it was like a next logical step to do like if you are you have lots of questions and you want to answer them doing research and to do research the logical next step is uh, to do a phd so mm-hmm. i don't know if that answers the cultural aspects of <laughs> phd but having a culture of thinking about research questions and what you are learning in your college in the textbook somebody has done research right mm. that's why those things are now known and you are studying it yes in the college which happened i think during the college itself so you can think about that as a cultural aspect that mm. getting exposed to research in your undergrad was very crucial mm. and um, i mean i am really attracted to that thing as you mentioned that uh, your mentors at uh, the postgraduate level they taught you how to ask questions i mean this is hardly yes. talked topic yes 
very true very true and i think yeah. uh, asking questions was actually encouraged mm like ask questions how how do you think do we even and now i think while you do research this is one of the fundamental thing which we also mm. constantly think about and debate and yeah. ask our phd students that mm. how do you ask a question what's the knowledge which you already have and how do you build on that knowledge or mm. there are questions which may not have a body of knowledge but mm. you want to ask so how do you go about it mm. so i think i don't know how do you cultivate that culture but mm. clearly it has its own role in thinking i mean i would say that you were blessed with those teachers yes. who really yes. taught you the the uh, i would say the this this sprouted the seed through building how to ask questions i mean yes yes and i wish that yes, definitely, i also definitely i think <laughs> that teachers and mentors play a very important role in mm. one doing research for a long time very mindful insights so uh um uh, moving uh, ahead with uh as we talk about the culture but before we talk about the research culture there are certain barriers also that one face whether it is at the student level or or you are non researcher or you are a student researcher so so what barriers uh, i would uh, i mean you recognize them as the main barriers Uh, from the student and from the non-student perspective. So actually, we know, and I think in academia now it's spoken enough about. But again, it's within the academic community. I think these discussions are keep happening. That what do we think are the barriers? Hmm. And I think one of the main thing, as you also said, having this freedom to think and tell how research is done. is not mm. very much integrated in our school education or even uh, in college education mm. so i think we still lack that i was incredibly lucky that mm. i was exposed to it in my undergrad and post graduate days but i think we don't have things uh, in our uh, education system which allows or which uh, encourages you to do critical thinking which will then lead you to do research maybe mm. so i think some some barriers in terms of thinking are right there and i guess mm. others could be more cultural or just the opportunities we don't have enough opportunities uh, which are discussed and people have information and when you mentioned about this podcast it was very nice to know that here now we have the tools or at least if someone wants to look up there will mm. be some information yes available and people can look up online and i think mm. uh, the plus of internet era is that at least now the information is available mm. i guess perspectives are something i think one still needs and that's where the education system should come into picture and give us that the other barriers i think knowledge like is it concentrated in certain regions geographic regions we we know very well that uh, gender has its own role how you go about it but those barriers i think well studied well spoken about and we all know that we would love to have a world where there is equal opportunity but we still don't we are very far away from that so we have many inequalities in the society so i guess all of those do act as a barriers 
and in any other field so i have in research so research is not mm-hmm. like something very special in that aspect you have all those barriers very much in research as well so yes uh, yeah i can in, think of yeah in yeah, i would uh, say that inadequate uh, knowledge to research and inadequate uh, skill to research yes yeah yeah i think yeah talk about the skill sets because yeah. yes of course to do research one needs a skill set and where do we build those skill sets or where do we encourage students to build that skill set you have to give mm. an opportunity to have those mm. skill set and yeah. as you as you mentioned earlier that is uh, you were taught by your mentors that how to ask or how to build the question so i think building the questioning that is that is a skill in itself yes. and and it is it yeah. is the crucial skill that uh, is is still lacking yes very much and and also i think uh, it happened uh, informally it wasn't very much in the formal teaching per se because mm. we used to have uh, group meetings or we used to call katta like where people would like a professors would just chat with you on a very different topics mm. and would encourage you to think about it so i think of course you need a formal training in the curricula which allows you to either build your skill sets uh, think about how to ask a research question so you can have a formal training but also mm. our campuses or education systems should have those informal spaces simple things like libraries can make a lot of difference mm. and i think we know that reality is far away from that we don't have good libraries across colleges mm. like a simple thing which will build this now of course in the age of internet maybe you can have access to the information which is widely mm. circulated or widely but there are uh, some magazines like a resonance in indian context mm. who reach out to teachers mm. and then eventually to students where you will have many things which are discussed in terms of education thinking mm. so the organizational barriers uh, are there yes i also yeah. there Yeah, they are yeah. still they still exist, uh, yes. and and I hope that uh, we work on that also. Yes, and the numbers go up right now. I think it's there, but it's in very small percentage and like very tiny proportion of people who mm. will have access to it. I think we need to make it much. I guess yeah. at a country like India, you can't have efforts which are very small. So I think one has to have a large scale mm. efforts as well. so uh taking these barriers ahead and joining them to the research culture what is your definition uh, to this research culture yeah that's a really tough question i think i'll prefer a, a definition given by there's a society called the royal society which is okay. based out of uk and they have studied research culture extensively and mm. i was looking up i think i may have that definition but essentially it says that a research culture would encompass the behaviors of the scientist or the practitioners of researchers mm. what value systems do they have mm. what are our expectations from science or research mm. what are our attitudes while we do research mm. what are norms of our research Mm. so it all of these aspects would encompass and of course the repeatability of our research i guess mm. all of these would be very important when we think about research culture 
if I'm not mistaken, around 2017-2018, Royal Society put out uh, a large-scale survey as well, along with Welcome Trust, to mm. think about what is the... But uh, again, this exercise was done in UK, not here. But what is a research culture and where are we today? Mm. And what do we want? And what's the I- ideal research culture which we are looking forward to? And how do we get there? So, mm. And uh, I would like to know here that uh, as we are celebrating the 77th Independence Day, so what do you think that uh, uh, that what has changed uh, with regard to the research culture? I mean, frankly, I don't know what I changed, uh, like, but oh, yeah. what would one like to see? Yes, that... yes. Yes, you share. <laughs> that I think. <laughs> so I think we still give a lot of impo- importance to novelty, right? To a research. When we are asking a research question, how novelty? But mm. at the same time, if you have a negative result, it should get equal importance. That it doesn't always have to be novel. It's built on something. So recognizing there is a body of knowledge which exists and you're building on it. Mm. And if you have a negative results, they also matter. And they also contribute to the body of knowledge what you have. And I guess there has to be a kind of also flow of information in the research culture, right? Like you do certain kind of science, but then you also communicate that science, Mm. be it to a basic science or applied part of it. Mm. So I think we are not there yet. And as I mentioned that other aspects of research culture, like the way we do science, I think we have a lot of things to learn. Like, mm. how do we do science? What is our? What do we give importance to? Mm. And so, of course, how all of this would influence is how you evaluate science, right? That's the mm. yeah. as a scientist or how you what science you do, how you evaluate that. Yes. So. Uh, Take us three layers deep with this, that how can we build the research culture and uh, how can we preserve it? How can we strengthen it? That's a really tough question. But uh, as we, we did discuss about barriers, right? Like some of yeah. those were organizational or, or infrastructure related. It could be skill development. So mm. I guess those are easy to solve or you can build infrastructure, you can give a training in this. But as a culture to change, mm. you need to, as I mentioned, the evaluation also has to change. How are you going to evaluate a scientist? Mm. What sort of science do they do? And what is then important to us? Is it, mm. uh, how do we value that? Do we value interdisciplinary science, interdisciplinarity? in that yeah. because a question can then be asked much more meaningfully if three or four multiple perspectives come together mm. and so, here uh, i would like to add that when we talk about building the research culture that is uh, i think it should start from the schooling itself and uh, and and should sprout at the undergraduate yeah. and the postgraduate level so that you can be yes. Uh, a, yes. a very good scientist at the individual Yes, yes, as at an individual an, level. Yeah, individual level. Yeah, yes. But definitely, like I have a small group here at CCMB and I can definitely see how I do research here 
would mm. have influence but i can influence at a group level that what mm. values do we have mm. how do we yeah. do research here but same thing can happen at the organizational level and uh, beyond that so if you create these layers as you asked what how do we do how do we build how do we so you can understand at least the way i do research hmm. how will i do it here in my group i have hmm. a control over that and i can influence that similarly in the organization the organization hmm. has leaders of those organizations and then the funding bodies can recognize how the research should be done and then have a system in place like uh, of course i think one of the main thing which will come up is a competition Mm. which have a healthy research culture where does the competition then start so how do we have a healthy competition and not necessarily unhealthy competition what are the measures one can take mm. and how do you preserve the preserve and strengthen the research culture in uh, your lab or so we do have a guidelines which we write and when we say we it's not only me who writes maybe i have to take the lead role but mm. as a group we come up with the guidelines we would like to follow during our own research what sort of practices would we follow uh while during our research and repeatability is a i think building block of a research whenever you do any experiment or you have observation one has to repeat how do you storage your data how do you uh, record your data how do you give credit who is doing the science mm and all of these will be very important and if you have a funding agency who funds our research also demands about all of these things hey we would love to hear from you and these would be the parameters we would also like you to think about and if my organization also tells me that hey these are the things we value mm. and then i guess building a good research culture is mm-hmm. uh, possible and i think there are lots of movements lots of uh, discussions which are happening now mm. how how do we get there right what is what are the good practices how do we encourage those mm. so at least have these discussions how uh, and then come up with so we also have a something called a induction like how when a new person comes to the lab mm. we do discuss hey these are the things we value in the lab mm. so we have a document which enlist some of those things what are the roles what are the expectations Mm. and it could be both way what are their expectations what are as a lab we expect them to do yeah so it I is aligning those, yeah yes it's aligning those and of course all of the uh, skill building will happen critical thinking will happen so those are the things i guess as a researchers we will do because that's your part of the job but other things uh, also are equally important because people can also think about quality versus quantity of your research yes you yeah and creativity all of these are yeah. uh, not easy to measure things also it's not something as a unidimensional mm. uh, so the the research culture the setting a research culture uh, individually and aligning it with the organizational level that will lead to the uh, quality work and yes. and an ethical and approach to work yeah. yes yeah. yes and also the funding because ultimately funding, yeah. we all function so it can be a push from the top or it can be a bottom up so you can think of both ways that we can and uh, 
I don't know if your podcast can have links, but I think there's a very nice report again done by Welcome Trust and Law Society, and those resources are very useful to go mm. over it. What they have found, because these are the surveys of practitioners, mm. and what what do they have to say about research culture? What are the ways one can improve the research culture? And I can share those resources. You can have those links as well. Okay. so it was uh, it was very insightful on uh, building preserving and strengthening uh, the research culture so uh, i would like to know and our and also our listeners that uh, various aspects and ways that may support the vibrant research culture opportunities you like first of all to have that vibrant research culture one has to be aware of course of all these things but also give opportunities for people to do research and i don't know if i am missing something what are the ways so and uh, some of sometimes organizations can step up and have guidelines so that it's maintained right so these guidelines are adopted not only by a single lab or something but organization adopts or a funding agency adopts mm-hmm. at a larger scale we value these things then uh, the byproduct will be vibrant and good research culture mm. and also uh, i would like to know here uh, that about gaining the experience and and skills especially in context to research at post graduate level is it possible yes yes there are lots of uh, labs who have a these are called dissertation project where they host students who are doing their masters across mm. disciplines mm. so it's possible and many of the uh, mscs or masters in science ha- is either done by research or by the dissertation projects and that's where you can pick up this skills and actually think about a research project so some courses have a dedicated time like they dedicate 6 months or 1 year also sometimes for a student mm. to work with some established lab already to do the research and we get lots of such requests every year so i'm guessing so csis system surely has isos have it mm. so and labs are welcome to take dissertation students and train them in research Hmm. Uh, tell us something more about will uh, ab- about the research culture. I mean, I w- I would love to talk on this topic. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, like what part that may resonate the... uh, with with your <laughs> with your lab culture and give us oh. some uh, take us through th- uh, through the experience uh, through an incident uh, that may. resonate with the research culture so i think independent critical thinking is very important but uh, we start off with what what would be my role in the lab because i'm supposed to be like i have to take the responsibility what happens in the lab so uh, the words we use is mentor and a mentee so the people who do research with me or we do it together yeah mm. mentee so what would be the my role what would be the role of mentee what are their expectations from me and what would be my expectation or sometimes we work on a project which mm. where the deliverables are decided by that particular project how do mm. we achieve those mm. 
during the course of project then some everyone can come up with a new ideas new questions so then based on it what are our commitments already and how do we then pursue those new questions new ideas how do we come up with a system in which everyone is given enough credit to what they are doing because mm. it's a collective effort when you do a research one can say hey i had a question in mind i wrote a proposal i've got a grant and now i'm hiring someone to work on that project mm. but when you actually do the work it becomes a collective effort because mm. then you develop that idea together you work on it together but then how do i value that <clears throat> so can we have these discussions beforehand how are we going to go about it give enough credit to everyone whoever has contributed and this can happen during within the lab with our collaborators a larger network of institutions mm. and that's where again uh, it comes back that you can have influence surely within your lab how do you then influence at a larger scale so mm. if you have guidelines from uh, organization or funding agency which will play important role and then you can adapt to that but this surely we do it at a lab level okay and actually uh, I, there is a very nice uh, website which is now called mentoring or i think what is it called i'll just give me a second i'm going to look up <laughs> what is it called but basically uh, you can actually uh, not only rely on yourself like you can also learn how to do it and how to develop your own mentoring philosophy because we are never trained mm. we are trained to do our science yes uh, the yeah. other things uh, because you are also working with people so you have to develop mm. your own mentoring philosophy so mentoring first is what is called and uh, they have a very nice set of guidelines how do you want go about it and these discussions if you do it more in academia mm. that hey this matters how you work with your colleagues how do you mentor students Mm. that would definitely have a larger impact and they have very nice uh, guidelines again it's a effort which started in the us mm. uh, but you can sign up for it like uh, then we can have regular meetings and uh, discussions on on some of these issues and this was precisely started that how how do we build a good research culture how do we build good mentoring culture so it it actually lets uh, makes you take a pledge saying hey i will commit to x y z mm. and i will commit to how i do my research how do i uh, care about the people who i work with how do i make sure that their careers are also get planned while during they work in the lab so yeah and and uh, um, i think that the research culture when we talk about that it is linked with the diversity of the students yes very much they come yes, from the diverse definitely. cultures and with different value systems with different beliefs and that and they have to align with the uh, values and the beliefs of the organizational culture and it it is i think it is blending the organizational culture to the individual uh, values and the beliefs and merging them together aligning it together and then uh taking the research forward as a as a you can say a globe of research culture in which you work yeah i think you summarized it well yes the diversity of people doing research really makes a lot of difference mm. i'm sure who does research also has a lot of influence and it's been spoken a lot in the recent past 
we have this fantastic book uh, i don't know if you have seen it it's called lab hopping uh, no i haven't woman... okay oh, okay it's actually uh, written by women and it's like a journey to find india's women in science okay uh, this is the book Called lab hopping. Lab hopping. So, like, who does? Yes, who does science also matters, and very precisely the diversity matters. There's mm. also another fantastic book called. It just came out. It's called Not Just for Boys. Like, why mm. we need more women scientists? So, women, gender is one angle, but as you very correctly said, cultural diversity. Mm. And in India, we have a huge cultural diversity. So, who does science, and how do we get everyone mm. equal opportunity to do science? and that definitely will add to the research culture yeah so it was really refreshing to talk on the <laughs> research culture so um, your thoughts on one common myth about doing research they wear lab coats or they wear like these are not normal human beings but i think people who do research are just as anyone like everyone can do research i think we don't necessarily have to think that to do research you need to be someone like this i guess everyone is given opportunity can do a research these are the skill sets as we discussed mm -hmm. once you have those skill sets you have you can anyone can do research i think the way we portray scientists has to mm. they are like any other person yeah and i think i think also a lot of uh, people associate uh, with if you have to be really intelligent to do mm. research i think research is much more than that like you have to be persistent in terms of asking questions you have to mm be at it work hard towards it and it's a long like Game to get there. So, think. Okay. So, uh, as we wrap up, do uh, share uh, your, uh, I would say that uh, golden nuggets for our listeners who want to do research or uh, who are in this journey. i guess uh, if you are curious about something the curiosity is a good starting point if you are curious about something figure out why is this so mm. i think as long as that curiosity is there anyone can is that what you were asking is that uh yes <laughs> uh, actually the concluding lines for our listeners uh, especially i mean it is uh, relating it to the research culture and and uh, you can say that imbibing or implementing it on their journey to research yeah just be i guess i think if you are curious everyone will have their own individual journey how they go about it but mm. if you are curious look for opportunities look for where you can build those skill sets where what sort of areas do interest one person and then how do we get those skills to get to do that research which we really like okay so thank you so much janvi joshi ma'am 
for uh, taking your time out of your busy schedule for the podcast and uh, it will definitely enlighten the path to the research for those who want to be on this journey or who are on this journey and will definitely think about the research culture which plays a crucial role on the journey to research and it is hardly talked and thought about and uh, it it should be from the schooling itself yeah thank you so much for having me here i think you also made me think about all of these questions which may not have been <laughs> uh,